What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the F Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And it is that time once again, ladies and gentlemen, the best part of the week in some people's lives. It is time for another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. It is a cold as fuck day. Here in New York City, I am snowed in at my dorm right now, but the one thing I can do is bring you guys some primo wrestling discussion content with my boys, guys. Joining me as always, it's Whole Milk Mike. Time to talk some bullshit. It's the law, Ray Raimundo. What's up, everybody? It is from the mean streets of Philly, it's Satanic Tyler. Hello, everyone. And it is time to cut through all the Wait, bullshit. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Before we start the show. What the fuck happened to Pepe? Ooh. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in like a few minutes. Now we should probably address that now. Tyler, Um, yeah, you, you maybe want to apologize to, to Pepe for, you know, kind of crushing him. Yeah, about that. So, yeah. Um, sorry. I'm a neck brace. I go on vacation for one week. You guys kill my favorite friend. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's just he's just in a wheelchair. He's in a chair of wheels. I'm bringing him in later, but you guys suck. Oh, oh, we'll get, we'll to, get to that. But yes, on the subject, it is time to get to time to cut through all the bullshit, cut through all the red tape, and get right to the nitty gritty of the weird and wild world of professional wrestling, like we do every single oh, week. Oh, 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 oh. What a that. weird week this was. What a weird week. For wrestling. Like, we thought that the ultimate deletion was going to be the precipice, the peak of how weird this week got. But lo and behold, the internet and reality proving us wrong. So, without further ado, like, normally we'd, like, save all this stuff for the end when we go through Raw and SmackDown. But screw it, formalities out of the way. Let's just cover Raw and SmackDown now because that's really where all the big talking points came from, quite frankly. Yes. <laughs> like your favorite part, your favorite part of the week, huh, Mike? Yeah, because I get to take over the show for a little bit. That's my show. Fantastic, so, <laughs> Mike. So, so Mike, take us, uh, Mr. Whole Milk, take us through it. What happened on Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Raw, live from Dallas, Texas. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for something later on. <laughs> Hey, we open with we open with Kurt Angle pattern. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Angle comes out and says Roman Reigns is suspended. Then Roman Reigns shows up. 
not wearing his vest, just wearing his stupid little T-shirt, mm-hmm. comes out and says, I don't give a shit about being suspended. I came here to face Brock. Then three indie geeks come out in U.S. Marshall outfit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I bet they got, I bet they got a good payday out of it. I bet they got a good payday. And you know how there were U.S. Marshall outfits? It said it on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so they come out, just like real U.S. Marshals. Yeah, we have to make sure you know. Yeah, we're U.S. Marshals. Why couldn't they just have been? Co- why couldn't they just have been cops? I don't know. It just, this was to make it more dramatic. Like, so oh, they got the U.S. Ben. They couldn't find Ben. Uh, fake fucking uh, police uniform. They couldn't like, find fake badges down at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, costume store right next door. But. You remember, reminds you that bit. Reminds me that bit from Drake and Josh was like, "Next time, I'm picking the costumes." I told you the costume store was closed. The temple was open. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, my kid. Uh, so they come out and they give and they put handcuffs on Roman Reigns, and the handcuffs don't fit. Roman Reigns has to like adjust his arms, and then one of them. Is holding a piece of paper and he's reading it off. Sir, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> I could not stop laughing at this point. Hey, this that is the law, though. You have to read the Miranda rights. If not, yeah, it doesn't count. But it, but it looks so corny. It's like, oh, I forgot it. Let me write it down and read it out for you. Yeah, he he didn't know how to do method acting. He who doesn't know who? Like, if you're playing, if you're playing a law enforcement official, who does not know the fucking Miranda rights? It's like the easiest thing to memorize. So they're doing this. Roman even not even if you're not a cop, you kind of know the Miranda rights, right? Yeah. If you watch Law and Order, you know if if you watch Law and Order, you know it. Dun dun. And I've been a wrestling myself. Yes, they know it. Tyler, shush. Shush. <laughs> we you don't know if your fan? parole officer is listening. Hi, Tyler's <laughs> parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> so Roman Reigns has handcuffs on, and he still beats the shit out of these three U.S. marshals. Brock Lesnar music's hit. He comes out. He destroys Roman Reigns. He's about to leave. Then he comes back. Destroys him again. He's about to leave. Destroys him with a steel chair. And then Roman Reigns gets put on a stretcher. Roman uh, Brock's music hits again. And then he starts jogging to the ring. And then just flips the stretcher like the over. I feel up there. I feel like they accidentally played his music. He was like, fuck! <laughs> and the and, and the best part about this was Michael Cole on commentary when the music hit again he goes oh for the love of God how much you want to bet they just played his music by accident they, they just needed to, they just needed to like own it I don't know but Brock showed up for once and I'm actually excited for this championship match at WrestleMania now I am I like I will save our overall thoughts for like when we actually talk about the WrestleMania card in a week or so but like. I'm pretty amped going into this now. I think they've done an actually decent job of building this feud. Yep, so Roman Reigns is still suspended, by the way. Even though he got stretched out. But what are you going to do? So that happens. And then we have Oscar versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, basic match. Alexa Bliss walked out. Uh, so Oscar wins by count out. And then Nia Jax comes out. And then she proceeds to chase Alexa around the ring. And then she gets stuck on the barricade, and Alexa runs off. Then she gets unstuck and chases her to the back. Okay, so if that's how you're going to set up this match, 
her getting stuck on the barricade didn't help. Nope. So we go backstage. Kurt Angle is with Alexa Bliss, and Alexa's like, "What are you doing? How? Like, why are you gonna? Why are you running the show like this, girl? We've been asking that for a year now." So Alexa's like, "What are you gonna do about this?" And Kurt Angle goes, "My daughter watches the show." And at this point, I'm like, "Where are you going with this?" <laughs> then he goes, <laughs> I, my, my daughter watches the show every week. She tells me that my acting is terrible. As he's looking at the floor. <laughs> my dad's a retard. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's looking at the TV like, wait, I don't watch this show. Okay. This ain't, this ain't Dad, you're lying. <laughs> this ain't SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kerning was like, you're a role model, you're the champion, and you're basically being a bully. Be a star, everybody. Kurt Angle books Alexa versus Nia Jax at WrestleMania for the title, and Alexa looks very scared because a big Samoan girl is going to eat her at WrestleMania. Braun Strowman comes to the ring. Uh, earlier in the day, the uh, Kurt Angle made the announcement that Braun Strowman winning the tag team battle royal is legit, and he will have a championship match at WrestleMania only if he can find a tag team partner. Boo. He don't need no stinking partner. He don't need please, a partner. Please don't be keen. Please don't be keen. Please. Braun Strowman cut to Bobby Lashley. That's that's, that's a, a rumor at the moment, but I'm, I still think it's a lie. It has to be a lie. So Braun says. So Braun basically just said, "I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to win the Raw Tag Team Titles." Then the bar came out, and. Seamus flubbed over a bunch of lines and the goal was Seamus and Cesaro are not afraid of Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman challenges one of them to a match that Kurt Angle just made right now. Bitch. What? <laughs> You're in the ring. How did you know he made this match? So Cesaro is the unlucky, unlucky bastard. Uh, Braun kills Cesaro and Seamus runs away. Please don't be Kane. Please, for the love of fucking God, don't be Kane. <laughs> it's a Let it be Kane. Let I'm it be Kane. Let it be Kane. Let it be Kane. Let it be Kane. This is a spoiler. Uh, it's a lie. Uh, Battle of the Jobber Tag Teams. Revival beat Titus Worldwide. Uh, they announced themselves for the Andre Battle Royal, so that confirms that we are having the Andre Battle Royal this year. Yeah, we need to have one Battle Royal that's named after someone, because... Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about if, that later. If, 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 you listen, if, if, if you listen, if you've been on social media, you know why. Uh, Sasha Banks come and, and Bailey come out for a tag team match against Absolution. Before that, they cut a promo against each other. Uh, Sasha's like, "What are you doing?" Like, I thought we're best friends, and the fans took this so seriously that after every word that they were saying, they chanted, "What?" <laughs> this feud is already doomed. What? What? Yeah. WWE audiences are turning into little John. Oh God! What? What? So they. So oh, they what? Yay! What? <laughs> okay. Okay, kill him that right now, Mike. Continue. Uh, so in a tag team match. Uh, the finish. Uh, very, very botchy. Uh. Bailey had the pin on Sonya, but the referee was distracted with Sasha Banks beating up Mandy Rose. So Sonya pushes Bailey into Sasha and then uh, hits a kick to the head, and Absolution win. The only thought about this, it's not even about Sasha and Bailey at this point, is that Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose don't need Paige anymore. They can go on their own. 
Mandy could be with Goldust because that pairing works, and Sonya can just be a badass uh, MMA fighter until she has a deal with Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, they need to get Sonya off of Raw because that's where this is eventually going to lead to. If they keep her on Raw with the MMA gimmick, yeah, that's coming soon. Uh, we cut to the Hardy compound where uh, Rebby Sky is playing a piano and Matt Hardy reintroduces his family. Tell Senior Benjamin, prepare the battlefield. This was actually a really good omen. And then there was another segment later where uh, Matt Hardy is riding Skarsgård, the, the, dilap- the fucking dilapidated boat on the Lake of Reincarnation. Uh, then we get John Cena. Wow. John Cena comes out, cuts another promo on The Undertaker. He points out that a fan is wearing uh, Undertaker cosplay. That John was C- too perfect. That was... Anyone think it's a plant? I think somebody in, like, on the side there was like, hey, look at that guy. He's wearing a Monday costume. Tell, tell somebody in the back. And then they went and told John Cena. Unless John Cena looked in the crowd and was like, okay, let's see what I can use. Last, last week I used Sasquatch. Oh, somebody's dressed up as Undertaker. I'm using him. <laughs> so, so John Cena cuts a promo. He's, he calls Undertaker a coward again. And, then, and he repeats to do something. And then the the fans chant, "We want something." I remember that chant in the Manhattan Center for Raw Twenty Five. <laughs> <laughs> At least they got the other <laughs> And they were on the good one. We're in Dallas. In Texas, yeah. they got no Undertaker, but instead we got Kane. Isn't he supposed to be doing mayor things? <laughs> I, I don't know. Just he is that. not allowed to do mayor things. He is running so, president right now. So, so <laughs> Kane comes out, and John Cena is probably the one person in the building that got excited about this. He was like, oh my god, something's happening. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's happening. Your brother? Oh my god, it's happening. Everyone stay calm. Everybody stay fucking calm. <laughs> <laughs> You got choke slam, and then Michael Cole goes, "Did Kane just accept John Cena's challenge for WrestleMania?" And I was, I was like, "Hell, fucking no!" <laughs> and Corey Graves is like, "Shut up, no, Michael. maybe it's Kane versus the under, versus John Cena." It's like, no, I, no, no. What sums up what sums up Mike's attitude perfectly is last night, I, I put in the chat, I put in the GWP chat we have that yes, we that's gotta be. That's gotta be, that's gotta be game! To which Mike responds, fuck you. Listen, I, I love Kane. Ten years ago, it's over. To a point. You love him to a point. Yes, it's, now next week it's gonna be John Cena and Kane. And the one thing that pissed me off about this whole thing is that, where was The Undertaker? Getting ready. He was in Texas. Uh, Ray, around the told, in Texas. Ray has told me so many times. But I thought the Undertaker the, the, was from Death Valley. Can I just get my point out Corner. Corner. Corner, bad. Can I okay. please say my point? Yes, I, my, need to, I, I need to get this. What have I told you? you told Ray me has that. told me that the build is everything for, for a story. Yeah. 
They had the perfect opportunity this week because they were in Dallas, Texas. Texas is Undertaker's home state. Yeah. You couldn't invite him to Raw. You couldn't have him just go out there. You couldn't even sound off the gong, do the light show, I don't have a graphic on the screen. Yeah. You're three weeks away from WrestleMania. What are you going to start building this up in Bumblefuck Town next week? <laughs> Mike, I, this is the thing, though. Like, I, I think I said it on Monday in the chat as well. They are, le- are literally going to leave this till the last week because the more they keep leaving it, like, wait, is Undertaker even going to show up? It makes more people look into it now. Like, look at this. Now people are questioning, is it really not even going to happen? Is it now just going to be replaced by Kane? Is Mysterio still an option? Is Joe an option? This keeps working. So now more people are like, holy shit, it might happen. It might not. So leaving it for the last week, just having Undertaker confirm that's all they need. Is Even if it's fucking via satellite, if it's lightning like they did with Bray Wyatt, just something, but it can't be too soon. This feud doesn't need much build because it's fucking The Undertaker and John Zena. You don't need much to build this. It's already built just via John Zena giving to Swords Pama. You got a point, you got a point, but also, I don't know, I just want, I want the spectacle. I want the light show, I want the gong, I want lightning, I want the ring to be like lifted yeah, up to the got- goddamn sky and John Zena goes, goes into space. I want something. <laughs> we don't want to because we're expecting, but that's the thing. Remember, Undertaker isn't the guy that's here every week now. We can't get, the bill can't be like it used to be fucking caskets. Oh, and basically, John Cena said in the promo this week, he basically laid out how it used to be built. However, with this feud being so big, we don't need the grand spectacle oh, of yeah, that, it because that the match a, itself. That was a thing. John Cena called all that out. He was like, like, I want something. I want the caskets. I want the druids. I want something. Yeah, he basically said what WWE would do to build it. It's like, I God, want you stop breaking I, the fourth wall. I want you to make me shit in my pants. <laughs> I want you to make me shit in my jorts, Undertaker. That's what I want. God damn. I was going to say that, Ben. Because <laughs> <laughs> also, the thing is, <laughs> there's also another thing we need to discuss. Last week, we forgot to mention this, but the big rumor is that we're not getting the dead man. We're getting American Badass at 34. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, it makes sense that he left the hat, he left the cloak last year at WrestleMania. Now, it didn't make sense when he showed up in a fucking cloak at 25, at Raw 25. No, it was a different one. It was the, the Best of Evil one. It was the darkest one. Here's, but still, here's, an, here's I, an idea. Here's an idea for next week. During yeah. the match between Cena and Kane, I want them to like have a motorcycle go around the ring with nobody on it. Huh? I don't know, I don't know how they'll do it. Like a remote control motorcycle goes around the ring and then like on the back of the motorcycle it says, I accept. Mm-hmm. And then John, John like on the license plate? On the yes, on, that's what the license plate says. That's you know what? I am so down for this. <laughs> so why not just have a motorcycle ride down from the top of the fucking? They're gonna bring. Stage are they gonna br- show? Are they gonna bring fucking Limp Biscuit back for a night? No, no it's gonna Kid Rock. Wait, 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 wait. Actually, 
Now, now thinking about it, do you guys remember when Undertaker first debuted as the American Badass at Judgment Day? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you think they're gonna do that? Ooh. The thing is, they need to show a promo with it. Because remember how they did it. They the, showed the, the, the dancing little, the little, little girls. girls, like, now back from the yeah, dead. That's what they need. That final week, that's what I'm saying. They just need one thing. That's it. And so then they gotta have Kid Rock come out at Mania. Gotta have Kid Rock come out at Mania and be like, Ah! Oh, American Badass! No, Kid Rock would ruin that. Do not show Kid Rock first. Show him after we <sighs> see The Undertaker. No, Kid Rock has to sing him down. That's, if well, I'm, I'm not Jesus, saying, like, don't sing him down. I'm saying do not show him first. Like, have The Undertaker show up, then you show Kid Rock, like, performing a song. Yeah. Maybe during the entrance, they have like the druids come down there, but, and you're ex- expecting like a normal Undertaker entrance, and then they drop the torches, and it's like a bunch of lady, like girls dressed up as like bikers, and it's like the, the basically dancers, and then Kid Rock shows up like, ah, like that type of thing. And you just hear, uh, just hear the motor running in the bike, and just I don't know. I, I just hope that if they air that like little girls uh, promo at the end of it, they ask, "Are you scared?" I just don't want Sergeant Jr. to be like, "Hell no," <laughs> and just like ruin the whole thing. No, but if they do it during the match, it would be perfect. Like, how does Zena react naturally? It would fucking work. But they need to do it like something big the last week to fully like submit this. Fucking match. I don't know. I have to wait and see. Me personally, I just want if you're gonna build something for WrestleMania, do it the weeks before, not the week of. Because if, in my logic, if you do it the week of, that just means the past couple of weeks you weren't. This wasn't a confirmation. You're just teasing it. That's, that's the thing. That, People are hooked on it. We're, again, look at this. This is how they prove it's working or not. We're talking about it. That's what they want. Is literally for people to talk about. The more you talk the more they're going to fucking just be like, oh, you almost had it. Oh, you almost got it. And that's how they're going to fucking build it. So basically, that's the like, easiest way. The, the, the basically, that, that white guy in the fishing commercial, they go, oh, yes, you almost yes. had it. You got to be quicker than that. <laughs> basically, yeah. That's how, that's how WWE looks at it. Like, ooh, we got them where we want We're them. Morons. Let's keep that's, going. That's the point. That's the whole point of this whole conversation. WWE thinks we're idiots. And we don't know what we're talking about. Uh, we're smart, you know? Uh, <laughs> we're smart. At, we're smart, yet we're marks. If only there was a way to combine those two words. Hmm. Yeah, we got a brainstorm that idea. Hmm. Uh, Mark Henry gets announced for the Hall of Fame. Hey, highlights. get in there, lad. Get Yay. in there. Highlight, highlights of his career was sexual chocolate. Oh, yeah. Uh, his, oh. His, his time yeah. world champion. His stint in the Nation of Domination, uh, his Hall of Pain gimmick, and that awesome Wakanda. promo against mm. John Cena wearing the salmon jacket. Yep. Uh, that's what, that's I can't what believe Tyler just said Wakanda. You're as bad as Seamus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, Ray, you saw that shit last week, right? Tyler said he was coming down the ramp and she was like, no, 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 Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, I saw. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't get shit for that. This uh, is up there. This that, is up there with Vince McMahon saying, "What up, my n-word?" Good God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wrestling. Yeah. Nothing. Club versus the Miz uh, Battle Club win uh, to build up the triple threat match, which is probably going to be a show stealer. 
Yep, that's gonna be an awesome match. Most then, likely because you got the Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. So yeah. Then we get to the main event. Bray Wyatt arrives at the Hardy compound. Oh, by the way, oh, you're burying the lead there, Mike. Tell you, you're burying the lead ever so well, slightly. Hold on, I'm, try, I'm trying to set this up. For you, well, you gotta, you gotta mention one thing though. This thing, before we get it out of the way, let's just say outright, this whole segment was great. There was one problem though. Michael Cole fucking sucks. I was, I was about to get to that. So, oh, okay. okay so so they show up. Oh, okay. He arrives at the Hardy compound. He's walking through the woods. He finds the ring with uh, Remy Sky playing the piano and Matt Hardy. Bray Wyatt, I knew you'd come. And Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt like, has that face like, oh my God, what is my career right now? What is my career? What is so, my So life? they get in the ring. They go to commercial. They come back. Corey Graves is putting this over like this is going to be the most glorious thing in the world. And Michael Cole goes, we apologize for what you're about to see. Fuck Damn you! Michael. Fuck. Michael Cole has become our Josh Matthews. That's so bad. Oh god! So I'm gonna take. Um, then we cut back to the Hardy compound, and this is where I give the reins to Ben and Tyler. Yep. Oh, okay. are you ready, Ben? I'm. Are you ready, Tyler? I'm ready. Aye aye. Let's do this. Aye, stuff. Aye, Let's do this. All right. Where to fucking start with this? First of all. It starts off pretty much like the final deletion. It starts off in a ring in the woods with with like with your amateur video quality, and it starts off pretty typical for you know the Matt Hardy broken stuff. And I'm already thinking to myself like this is where I was feeling a little nervous at first. I was like, are they just gonna? Is this all it's gonna be? Because I'm gonna say like the the, the camera quality got drastically better as the whole thing went on but like the camera quality in that segment was terrible oh absolutely it was but luckily it was all good we were, it was all good like that was like the one concern that was the that, one, my like, one concern I, like that was the one concern like we both had but then it got I, so I, good Matt Hardy said Ben God won activate like what did he say like like operation like at, like Boomity boomity or something. <laughs> Operation boomity boomity or some shit. You know what? That's probably boomity, not what he boomity, said. Boomity, boom. That's not what he said. But like, you can just imagine Matt Hardy being like, "One God, one activate Operation boomity boomity." The best part about that was Bray Wyatt had to play. What the fuck is that? Like uh, and Matt and like Bray Wyatt. The, like Matt. Kudos to Bray Wyatt. Over, I feel like a lot of people are seriously like praising Matt Hardy for this, but it takes two to tango. Bray Wyatt was all in on this whole thing, man. And the whole time, I never thought I'd see the day where Bray Wyatt was playing the straight man to someone else's nonsense. But he, this whole time, Bray Wyatt is just like, what is that? What is this? So good. And actually, I, throughout this whole thing, my love for Bray Wyatt came back because... <laughs> so good. Like, I don't know if it was just me or like, like, I don't know if you guys felt the same thing, but during this whole thing, I love Bray Wyatt again. I did. It reminded me of 2013, 2014 when he was like the hottest thing in wrestling. And I was like, I want this Bray Wyatt back. But let's, we're burying the lead here. Let's get in all the good shit. Of course, they bring back the fireworks. Of course, but we can see where WWE's budget went to this. Just the fireworks oh, alone, and then they go and the they start. They start running. Production. They start going through the woods. They get to the. They get uh, to the uh, dilapidated. Apparently, the fireworks were all Matt. Matt oh, already paid for the fire. Oh, good, everything, well, of was, everything was out of Matt and Bray's pocket. They they came up with everything. They just set the camera down. Bingo! Like it was. It was pretty mm, much all I of them. If, 
question of all this, do you think JB had anything to do with it? I would assume yes, so. He was. He, 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 he had everything to do with that. JB was sent down to specifically help with this because no band creative knew what are we doing. And then JB was like, I know what to do. I got this. Like, so, yeah, like they, they leave the oh, ring. Oh, my beer, I got this. They leave the ring and they go to the dilapidated city. And, like, I love this where Matt Hardy was like, hey, Bray, doesn't this remind you of anything? And, like, Bray Wyatt starts having, like, Vietnam flashbacks to, like, Rains Yorton burning his, like, crackhead house to the ground. <laughs> One year ago. WWE, keep me continuity. Thank you. Which was great. And I was like, wow. I half expected maybe like Bray Wyatt to like start having a stroke and like turn into Sister Abigail, but they didn't do that. And then the part the part in me that was like, I hope they start doing more original stuff here. Then we get to the the graveyard. <laughs> oh my god. Are you, are, are you glossing over the fact that there was a part of this when they Matt Hardy's compound is like a city. Uh-huh. Dilapidated city. Yeah. They kept breaking it apart. It's like, wait. Uh, there was some new there's shit in here. To this? It's all one acre. What the hell? Matt Hardy's acre. How, how, how big is this fucking compound? How big is... How much property do the Hardy boys own? You have fucking acres and acres of land. I have a guy... God. I'm gonna ask... Like, I, I have a guy who gives me, like, little bits of information about the business here and there. I'm gonna ask him later, like, how much property do they own? Because I'm genuinely curious. Curious. Because because think about it, Jeff, he held, he owns like a, I think the whole like dirt bike course. Yeah. So you add yeah. that plus his actual house and the land around. And these that. assholes own a lake. They just own a lake. I think how much, how, how, how much money did part they make? Of Carolina. I mean, I know the Hardy Boys have been lucrative. Another Hardy Boys have been lucrative, but Jesus, Christ, neither here nor there. They get to this gravestone yard. If you remember from like Delete or Decay. From back in Impact, they this is where, like, they had a bunch of like it's basically a bunch of Jeff Hardy's and Matt Hardy's like totems and artwork basically made to look like it's basically like old school plywood folk art made to look all creepy, which looks pretty cool. And like, well, Bray tend, to, tend to give this for a name as well. It's like the Graves of the Deleted, something like that, like the Valley of the Deleted, the Deletion Graveyard, something like that. And like you see. And Bray Wyatt's like, Matt, where are you? He's like, he has a shovel or like a branch or something. Kendo and stick. He kendo, kendo is a kendo stick. And like earlier on in the match, he was like, Matt, I forgot to give you your housewarming gift. Pulls out a steel chair and just starts rocking him with. And I thought that was great. But he has this I popped. I popped that was hard amazing. for that. I was like, I, I have have forgot your housewarming <laughs> gift. Boom. I loved that shit. It was so great. I, I, I have a question that's probably going to break this whole kayfabe. Why did, Matt Hardy, why did Matt Hardy put chairs underneath the ring? You keep, you know, my question is, how does Bray know there's chairs? <laughs> this is the first time. That's your biggest point of cont- That's your biggest question. Ray, shush. That's your biggest point of contention with this whole thing. Yeah, okay, the, 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 the drones, the drones, the lake, the boat, the baby, the old man with the world. I can handle this. I can handle all that, but not the fucking, not the chair under the ring. That's your big... Ray, Ray, I'll provide an answer for you. Basic instinct. Yeah. I am in a wrestling ring. I'm having a match. There has to be something underneath here. Basic it's a Mary in- Poppins ring. That's what it is. Basic <laughs> intuition. Yeah, but here's the thing. Oh, so they you, go there, and fucking Matt Hardy's like, I'm over here, right? No, I'm over here. Eater of worlds. I am over here. Consuma. Consuma. I am over here. And like Bray Wyatt is running back and forth between all these tombstones and like a fade out. And like they're using like the fade. Like the Benny Hill music started playing. I have to explain. Not the Benny Hill music. I kept expecting like Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? Oh, 
just start playing, and like Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy are just running around, and fucking Matt Hardy does like the Bugs Bunny thing, where like Bray Wyatt's running around in a you know that bit in a Bugs Bunny cartoon, or like. Bugs Bunny will, like, have, like, someone running after him around a tree, and then Bugs Bunny will, like, walk out of, like, the circle that's forming around the tree, and the person will still be running, and Bugs Bunny's like, do you think I should tell him? He's like, shh. Do you remember? Oh, God, it was, like, it was a fucking, it was a Roadrunner cartoon, and, like, Matt Hardy was like, ain't I a stinker? It was amazing. So they get out, and, like, Bray Wyatt gets the upper hand, and, like, they go over to, like, the Dome of Deletion. He's like, I wonder what's behind door number Deletion. And they go in, and of course, that's where I believe um, Total Nonstop Deletion took place. That's where, like, the original yeah, promo yeah, with, like, the baby where, doll took place. And, and then. And that's where, and that, and there's where, that was the same place that the Horrid Contracts Land was. That started all this. That started all this shit. Yeah, way to bring it full circle. Kudos to Matt on that one. But yeah, then they go inside. Matt Hardy gets the upper hand, and then there's a wheelchair. And a lawnmower. To he which he has to make a choice here. He has to make a and choice. This is crucial. This is a choose your own adventure novel. You got to make your choice carefully here. <laughs> Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Like you know, no, turn no, to no, page. No, if you choose, one, if you choose, remember those goosebumps choose your own adventure books where like in like it's like turn to page twenty seven if you pick the lawnmower. Turn to page forty seven if you pick the if you pick the wheelchair. To which you're not even referring to it by its real names. No, but no, but that's the thing. I'm referring to their real names. Whereas Matthew Hardy decided to call them Chair of Wheels, Mower of Lawns. Mower of Lawns. Chair of Wheels, Mower of Lawns. Mower of Lawns. Meanwhile, Bray Wyatt has passed out during all of this. Just, just wondering what the fuck has become of his life. And then Matt Hardy gets on the lawnmower, and just like in the this final is I, deletion... This is, this, is what, this is when I start to lose it. Fucking Ode to Joy starts playing. And then Bray Wyatt gets up... No, 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 but, like, Matt Hardy is having, stopped. like... Matt Hardy is starting to, like, pre-cum himself. Like, he has that cum face. <laughs> on and oh, then no. Bray Wyatt just stops the thing and starts like putting Matt's face against like the engine like trying to scald him they go pouring out the door and Bray just starts dragging him like he's dragging a body and he's like come on Matt this ain't over and of course I'm like oh god please end up at the lake please end up at the lake they're, they're by the side of the lake and then like Bray Wyatt's about to sister Abigail Matt's lakeside Vanguard One shows up and like Bray grabs him <laughs> Grabs Vanguard, but I'm referring to a drone like it's a person. What is this fresh insanity? He's grabbing him by the handles, and he's like, "I'll deal. I'll deal with you later." Just throws him off, pulls over, Scarsguard the dilapidated boat, and this is where the 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 image that will live on forever, the image that is going viral. I'm sure you've all seen it. So, Senor Benjamin, our Lord and Savior, is under the boat. Throws throws uh, Bray Wyatt a little like a little schoolhouse globe to which he says he's got the whole world in his hands and then from out of nowhere here comes Jeff Hardy he's got the whole wide world in his hand here comes Brother Nero and then here comes Matt Hardy twist the fate one two three wins the match if you can even call this a match and then shoves bray wyatt into the lake and i was like i was i was both so happy and sad they didn't 
have him pop out wearing like a Nexus shirt with like his beard cut like he didn't come out as Husky Harris at the same time I'm like that would have been amazing but at the same time that would have like broken this whole thing <laughs> there's no coming back from that Ben that one thing would have broke this whole thing yeah pretty much but yeah I, before, okay so oh my god so like let's just let's wrap this up before we get into analyzing it as a whole so like he says retrieve retrieve his body for me senor benjamin he says he's not here so aka, AKA bray wyatt's taking a month or so off so they don't have to pay him or he's fired or, or he's, he's fired de- aka he got deleted for real eve so one of two things so and that and raw ends on matt hardy victorious and the Hardy compound, sweet. You know, it's funny. I put a, the minute this ended, I put a poll up on our Twitter at the GAWP show, if you're curious. And I asked a simple question. What did you like the fun? Did you like the ultimate deletion? It was wonderful or was it obsolete? 90%, 93% of people loved this fucking thing. I think that speaks to the overall mass consensus. But overall, what did we all think of this? Mike, I'm going to start with you. Very entertaining because of how ridiculous this was. Uh, I kind of, I was hoping for a lot of things. I think there's like some things they were lacking. Like for example, like when Bray Wyatt was running around that stupid field looking for Matt. I wanted at one point Max will just run like run through it and be like, "Wait, Daddy, Daddy!" <laughs> like some like some stupid shit like that. And then, like make it look real, basically. Like like, like what what's happening? Uh, our question was answered. They edited Jeff Hardy out, and they didn't. They kept him in. It was a brief cameo. If you blinked, you would have missed him. Uh, Senior <sighs> Benjamin singing was the fucking best. And the ending with him with him looking in the lake and not finding him, that's just, that, that's just telling real life at this point that WWE is sick of Bray Wyatt's shit. With uh, his, with him cheating on his wife, giving uh, all his money. Uh, I choose to see. I choose to see it in a different. I choose to see it in a different way, honestly. Be, yeah. Ben, Ben, let him, let him, let him give his point. We'll so, talk this, after. so thank you. So this might be the end of Bray Wyatt. Uh, uh, as far as Matt Hardy uh, going forward, and now Brother Nero. Uh, God only knows what is in store for this. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I think like later on during the week we'll look at the ratings and see how this did. Because if this did really good, there'll be a shit ton more of these. That's it the thing, be. though. I was I was paying attention to the clips because WWE actually released this whole thing in segments on their YouTube, and each one has like a million hits already. Like it's they've each one has like broken like a million hits individually. It's insane. Matt Hardy is a fucking mad genius and I cannot I hope they do more like to your point I wouldn't be surprised if this is how they write Bray off television although if they were gonna fire him already they'd have done it already let's be face WWE when someone's royally fucked up they immediately like terminate their they delete their asses but here's my thing when you have been playing I'll let you go first I I just want to add on to that Uh, I think this was like the per- they they looked at this as like wait a minute, we can do what with him and throw him in a lake and never and don't take him out. Then they're like, there we go, that's how we're gonna write him off. That's that the WWE looked at that was like this is a way of getting rid of him. The, the funny is because in the dirt sheets, I've I've heard through the grapevine the idea they want to do 
is uniting Bray, Matt, and Jeff into like a new faction together. Finally turn Bray babyface and have him be like broken Bray Wyatt, woken Bray Wyatt or something. So I'm like, I guarantee you. The broken family. The broken family probably. So I'm thinking probably just if when you have been plagued with as many stop start pushes as Bray Wyatt. A few weeks off, a few weeks or months off of TV, you have been handed a gift from God. So, like, they have time now to repackage him, get him a new shtick. I don't think this is the end for them. I think that this is just, like, this is just, like, a temporary vacation. Mm, we'll see. I just hope that if Bray does make a return, that he just doesn't show up in the in the background of the Battle Royal. Nothing, nothing with, with, with no here. Explanation. Nothing here in this... I'm going to call it a movie. Nothing here in this movie was like, nothing in this match was out of, was on accident. They, they know exactly what that lake does and what it's done in the past. So you don't, nobody falls into that fucking thing unless they're going to come out as something else. All right. I wouldn't be surprised if like we get a segment at the Hardy compound where like Jeff is chilling by the lake and he think he sees something but he walks away and like as he walks away like Bray Wyatt's hand comes out of the water like like jo- like the Joker's hand in like the Keaton Batman movie I just, I just face palmed like his hand comes out of the lake like a monster movie I am so down for that but on, but yeah Ray what did you think of the ultimate deletion Raymond I think he's having audio problems right now. I just want to mention one thing as well that to us, the viewers, we saw this. People in the building did not see this. They did not put this on the big screen. Hello? There he is. Uh, I I just just want to finish this. So we saw this at home. Everybody in the building watched Elias get killed by Braun and then Kane killing Braun. Thank you, people. Yeah, they got basically Manhattan Center treatment. They, they got, got Manhattan Centered. Okay, so now, that, oh, that's not an actual thing. That, that's going to be the phrase now. You get the Manhattan Center thing. Okay, so what did I think of the ultimate deletion? Uh, it works for what it was meant. Because a lot of people are complaining, oh, they could have given more, they could have done this, they could have done that. It worked. Now they have a lot of places. What they can do now is where they can take Matt Hardy's character to. What can they do with the broken Hardys? What they could do with the with the Hardy compound. Now for Bray Wyatt, a lot of people's speculation was, is Bray Wyatt fired, this and that. Basically, like Ben said, now they have something to do with Bray because now they can repackage him. That's going to be the big point of this is Bray Wyatt, the character, is done. Bo, um, Bray Rotundo, whatever his name is, he's not done with WWE. They're going to do something else. If it's a Hussey Harris reboot, if it's Wyndham Rotundo. That. Okay, thank you. Jesus. Something. What a fucking name. They can do something with it. He's going to come out. He's going to come out. He's going to be IRS. Oh, Oh, God. I hope not. I see him. You know what I've seen? He's been talking about about wanting to do something to, like, symbolize his father and his grandfather. I can see him trying to bring back, like, the Blackjack gimmick. Like, do something of more, like, he can cut a mean promo. So have him do something like the Blackjacks. The Blackjacks were ruthless, but they can still fucking talk your ear off because they were that good as promo. So, so what did, I wait, so his father, his father is IRS. So his father had, like, the IRS gimmick and the varsity club gimmick. Meanwhile, his grandfather, who I believe is uh, 
Actually, uh, Barry Windham, I believe. Yeah, he's it's a Barry Windham. This the Black Tracks and like everything, like everything old school. So it's like if you're trying to like mix both, it's gonna be like a weird mixture of all of this and Bray Wyatt. Meanwhile, he has dreads in his hair. He has long, he has a long beard, and he's supposed to be telling me that, that can make taxes. it work. He, he's supposed to tell they me can make my it taxes. Work. <laughs> Insanity in WWE. It's okay. All right. So, Tyler, what did you think of this whole thing? What did you think? Take us home, buddy. What did you think? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Um, The ultimate deletion. Not what I was expecting, but I was fucking satisfied. They had everything that was expected that were going to happen, kind of. But not not really like what we expected, but it was what what we got was perfect. Like every like, I loved everything about this. I loved the the how they named everything. Matt, um, Matt, not Matt, Jeff, um, Matt and Bray. They they were perfect. And um, I just want to point something out. If anyone who wasn't a wrestling fan who doesn't know what channel um, USA was on, and they just turned they just turned on USA to see this. I wonder what their reaction was if they just see Matt Hardy talking to a lawnmower and a chair with wheels. Like, <laughs> or even earlier in the epi- even earlier in the show when they showed Matt Hardy talking to George Washington, aka the giraffe, and then uh, this was funny. They cut back to the uh, raw and Michael Cole's who was talking to a giraffe. That was the one time where Michael Cole kind of not understanding it was funny. He's like. He, he, he was talking to a giraffe. He was like, and Corey Graves was like, no, it's George Washington. Come on, keep up. <laughs> Thank you, Corey Graves. But, but... Corey Graves, the one dude who was actually doing his fucking jobs that night and, on Monday and like putting this over. over. Actually putting this over. And I was like, God bless you, Corey. God bless. But all in all, I don't think this is the end of Bray Wyatt. I ca- like, it's not going to mind. Like, I want to keep that. Like, maybe it's the end, but... I'm I'm satisfied with this. I just loved the ending and how Jeff showed up. I was hoping he would. Everything about it was just fucking great. I want to. I literally, I literally watched it again. Like the next night after I got home from work, and like I needed to watch more. So I mean, I'm gonna watch it again. To. I'm gonna watch it again tonight. I'm gonna get pizza yeah. and I'm gonna watch this again. Uh, let me ask one final question. Do you think this was the perfect? Ex- do you think it was good that they did this this week and not do it at WrestleMania? Yeah, WrestleMania is going to be WrestleMania is going to be like six hours long, dude. This this needed to be at the end of Raw on a night where like it was just there was enough going on. It needed to be its own thing. Imagine if this had gone on in between the fucking women's championship and like the tag team title matches, like. It'd be on a screen, like my one question there. Where, where, what, what uh, stadium is WrestleMania 34 taking place at this year? Uh, the Silverdome. The Silverdome. Like, so imagine you're at the Silverdome. Like, you just like you just got through a, a ton of matches, and it's just like you don't want to watch what's essentially a long, pre-taped vignette. So like, you just want to keep the action going. So like, I thought this was a good decision to keep this here. And being a football fan in the, um, I was making a Hulk Hogan joke with the Super Silverdome. It's called Superdome, but being a football fan, seeing a lot of Saints games, that sign, that like billboard, it's not that big, 
and you have like thirty thousand people like crammed together watching it on that like also screen. Ha- also the people on the floor have to like lift their heads up and be like what's happening so and then like you're gonna get a lot of people that live in the room like this is bullshit so, so yeah that would, it wouldn't have the same impact had it be on wrestlemania but thank god they didn't yeah and also wrestlemania uh, WrestleMania card is projected as being stacked, so there'd be no room for this. Unless it was on the pre-show, but I think everybody would have complained about that. They wouldn't have gotten paid. That is true. No, this wouldn't be on the DVD release. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Like, and, and you know, yeah, WWE you know is going to fucking sell this. There's, I think they sell. They sold. They they sold it last year on, on Blu-ray. No, I'm saying they're gonna make like this whole like ultimate deletion, like an old like separate DVD, whole separate DVD. No, you know what I want? I want a whole DVD of the ultimate deletion, behind the scenes footage of Matt Hardy just going through in character of of where it will be, like preparing the battlefield. Oh, I want to see that. I want that shit. Yeah. So that'll pretty much like we we could talk about this forever, but like let's summate it down to ultimate deletion. Not quite as great as all the stuff in TNA, but a damn good start. For like Woken Matt Hardy and his like properties here in WWE. So. Hey, for WWE to give him trust to basically go nuts, that's good. Everyone. That's that, like, that, they gave him a green light to do madness. They gave him the green time. light, and he's ready to go. Stop. Okay. Oh, on God, that so note, on, on, one in a row with two gorilla thumbs up this week. Two big old thumbs up for me. So with that said, Mike. Take us through to SmackDown Live. Uh, Raw had a lot of headlines with Ultimate Deletion. SmackDown had a much bigger headline, and one that is two years in the making. Oh, boy. Can I I take this one, please? Yes. This one meant so much to me. I I go to class for an hour, and all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, is everything okay? And I see like a dozen. Is, is, is Mike bothering me again? No, no. It's like, is everything okay? Is everything fine? But then I look at all of the chats I'm in, the GAWP chat, the our our chat with some of our other friends, like my the wrestling company I work for, other chats blowing up. I see like Twitter notifications. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I see it. Daniel Bryan has been cleared to compete. Two years ago. I had to say goodbye to Daniel Bryan because he got hurt. And that broke my heart because we all love Daniel Bryan, me included. And that was a very sad day for me because I, I didn't want him to go. I never, and I had resigned myself to thinking he would never come back. Two years later, he finally has. And I, yesterday was a damn good day. Mike, take us through. So, we start off smacking with the man himself, Daniel Bryan, coming out, and he has a massive smile on his face. Uh, very cu- He cut an emotional speech about how his wife, Brie, has, was there for him since day one, and basically been motivating him to go to like different doctors. Which basically, he, basically, he just gave like the whole background of like, how this happened. And then... He was like, "So when do you guys want to see me wrestle again?" And then, and then everybody, I'm surprised about this. They didn't chant tonight; they chanted WrestleMania. So the people in Dallas were very smart about this. So Daniel Bryan goes, "We'll, we'll see about that." But later on tonight, I have to deal with Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn for what they did last week to Shane McMahon. 
Uh, we have a fast lane rematch. Shutsuke Nakamura versus Rusev. Uh, Nakamura wins. Uh, he, he's getting beat up uh, by Rusev and Aiden English, which is the same thing that happened to AJ last week, and AJ is about to get back and get uh, help Nakamura out. But Nakamura uh, makes his own comeback and beats up both Rusev and Aiden English with no problem at all, building up to their match at WrestleMania with AJ Styles. And thank God AJ Styles didn't get hurt badly at the house show last week because that was also a breaking thing last week. I believe what was the house show like Friday, Friday night. What what did he hurt weekend. exactly? Was it knee? Was it? They didn't. I never saw. It was it, it was his knee. He he he. I think he bruised his knee during the tag team match, but he did come back out during the match. Uh, and uh, the report says that they're just looking over him and he's not gonna. For me personally, he should not be competing until WrestleMania. Keep his ass I, off of Mania, <laughs> off of television until WrestleMania. I looked this up. He is not taking a break. He hasn't been run off TV for once. And he debuted at the Royal Rumble in 2016. Dude, Two years straight. This dude's a friggin' workhorse, man. Oh my god. So... WWE Championship. Hopefully that doesn't open the show at WrestleMania. That's what everybody's speculating. Uh, Baron Corbin uh, beat Ty Dillinger. Uh, basically, they both in the Andre Battle Royal. Uh, Natalia versus Charlotte. There's a basic Natalia-Charlotte match. And then Carmella teased us with cashing in again. Uh, and Natalia rolls up Charlotte for the win. Uh, I was kind of debate. I was going to be mad about this. Because Charlotte's the champion and she's facing Oscar at WrestleMania and she shouldn't be losing. But I look at it as I looked at it like this. Charlotte is too focused on Oscar and now and like all this other bullshit is happening around her. She she dealt with Natalia on Tuesday. She has Carmella looming in the background with that briefcase and then she has to deal with Oscar at WrestleMania. So maybe she's losing in storyline, she's losing her focus, which works for me. So I, so Which is I'm a good way to push, too. It's like, just have her not in it. So if she does lose, it doesn't make a big impact. It's like, okay, now she needs to refocus to be able to re-challenge for the title later on. Right, and, and the focus is Asuka and breaking the streak at WrestleMania. Uh, Usos come out for, uh, to cut a promo, uh, basically saying that at Fastlane, the Bludgeon Brothers ruined a, another spectacular uh, tag team match that was going to happen. And they basically said that they're going to WrestleMania and no pre-show for them. Then we had Jimmy Uso versus Harper. Uh, he lost his first name, everybody. Oh, no. I hope he finds it. He's going to join Neville and El Russo. And, and Apollo. Apollo. I'm not even going to say corner. Just That was a good one, Ben. That was a good one. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I hope he finds it. Uh, Harper beat Jimmy Uso in a very good singles match. Harper can fucking go. He's a little Harper. He's always been able to go. Don't you remember uh, literally? Uh, remember uh, literally, uh, like last year, he was like this close to getting to like the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, they scrapped that that triple threat idea with him, Bray, and Brandy. Which actually would have made that match a hell of a lot better. Because interesting fact here: take a wild guess what Meltzer chose as the worst match of 2017. 
Randy and Bray won. But to, to clarify, it was a fan vote. But still, it's Meltzer. He didn't have to yeah. put that as an option, but he did. Uh, then we have... I'm gonna, I'm gonna breeze through this because I'm 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 afraid Ben's gonna bang his head too hard on his laptop. Ginger comes out for a promo. Bobby Roode comes out for a promo. Randy comes out for a promo. They all kick. God damn it! Ow! That, that looks like it hurts. Sounds like it hurts too. There's blood all over the all over his laptop right now. I'm oh god! Yeah. Laptop's gonna crash. They announced earlier in the day that they're gonna have, they're gonna have a triple threat match for the U.S. Championship, and Ginger uh, came out. Uh, actually, all of them just was standing tall. Nobody knows who's going to win this match. I don't. I don't think we care at all. I, I do. Okay, Tyler. I think, I think Jinder is going to win because he because he he deserves it more than Bray and uh, Bray. Oh, Randy. Bray was in there. Randy and Bobby Roode. Randy and Bobby Roode, and this is the title that he should have had before he became WWE champion because. I'm liking his stuff right now. I'm liking Jinder Mahal a real lot. That's weird for me to say, like from earlier this earlier last year. Yeah, you said on Twitter he should have had the U.S. title before the WWE title was even uh, a consideration. Yeah, a- absolutely. This is what, this is going to be working Jinder's favor. Yep. Uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi beat uh, the Riot Squad, and this is where we get our funny graphic for the Women's Battle Royal. It just has the WrestleMania logo in the background, and uh, underneath it just says, Women's Battle Royal with no statue next to it. Hmm, I wonder why. Ben, do you care to explain what happened so, to uh, the fabulous logo? No sooner did I finish e- start editing last week's episode, we went on some very long rants about the history of Fabulous Moolah, her time in the business, what she's done, and why she is very undeserving of anything involving WrestleMania, her name, and any form of association, what what they're in. And sure enough, WWE listened and changed the name of the Battle Royal. It is now just the WWE, the WWE WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, which, thank God, fucking god because that is amazing that they actually listened to us for change because snickers mars whoever owns snickers was just like hey listen we don't want our logo associated with somebody who got people sexually assaulted all right so yeah this was a snickers thing they brought it up because they saw everybody on social media and they got the letters and they're they're like what's going on and then they looked up themselves and they're like oh yeah no don't don't put our names with this uh i also uh looked up it looks like like deep into this whole thing this was a vince call of course of of naming it oh uh and the person uh snickers triple h and stephanie had to convince them to change the name and somebody brought up a really good point that when Triple H was starting was doing the women's tournament uh, over the summer, he chose Mae Young for a reason. Because he knew. He knew. Mae Young didn't have a bad past, and she was a very likable person. The worst thing then, Mae Young ever did was be friends with Fabulous Moolah, but that's about it. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I say, in my opinion... Couldn't they just have had the battle royal? <laughs> just like, let it go. Just, just let it. Not even that. Just, it, kind of, kind of what you're saying, but just let it be a battle royal. Don't name it after anybody. 
No, I'm it's, saying that they could have just left it as her name because they're trying to show, hey, it's something big. Let's put someone they find that was still historic to the business. Yes, she had her downfall, but again, like I, like I brought up earlier, there's a Warrior Award now. Some people still disregard what Warrior has been doing because he was had his issue. But again, just let it fucking go. It's a fucking match. We <laughs> let them, we Ray, but we let them get away with this. They can get away with more bullshit like this in the future. So I'm very glad that they listened and that we're not going to take this shit anymore. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> we're not stupid. We're not going to take it. No, uh, no. We, we ain't gonna, gonna take, take it. it. Also, also We're not gonna take it anymore. Mike, go ahead. I'll say one thing about the Warrior Award thing is that not for nothing. Last couple of years they've been giving it to kids. Yeah. So, I'll, so at least they're not yeah. giving it to, to, to jackasses. But no, but I, that's the thing. Look what you see how the focus is there. It's giving it to someone that's deserved it. Something that it's in a good light. It was going to be the same with this battle royal. It's to focus on the women's division. Have it mean something, whoever wins it. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what name that could have been in front of it, at least if it builds to something else. The focus wasn't going to be on, oh, Fowler's Moon. Just like Andre John Battle Royal, it's based off Andre just to have something of that caliber. But at the end, you're, you're focusing on Baron Corbin, Cesaro, Mojo. It's like that's the focus, whoever wins it. That's right. what I was trying to get that didn't matter what the name is and it shouldn't have mattered, but again, I get why people were mad at it because again, okay. that history can't be deleted. Okay, so so let me throw this at you as a as a as a rebuttal. Yep. If if they don't care what they're gonna name anything, say you keep the women's battle royal, the uh, fabulous women memorial battle royal, then why don't they have the men's battle royal being the Chris Benoit Memorial Battle Royal? Like you, like you know what I'm saying? Like there's has, there's a certain standard. Like if you have a bad history, and of course we know all about Benoit. We don't need to go about that. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and you and you know about Mula. You, you yeah. can't. It, it's like it's like either. Yeah, or. I get there's that double standard there, but again, I'm just saying. To my opinion, that was what. And again, they could have called it so many other things. China was one that all of us, I think, agree. It should have been, if anything, her, another May Young Sensational Sherry. There's so many other people. Again, I'm just saying, in my opinion, it could have kept. It didn't actually matter. But hey, let's let's move on. Yeah, I'm just looking. For, the one the one thing I'm only looking forward to that match is like which NXT girls they're gonna put in that match. Oh, you know, they have to be at least a few. Hopefully, it kind of goes. Like Kyrie say. Um, seeing Shayna Baszler, Bill uh, Bill <laughs> and Payne Royce, so we get to see those lovely new tatas. Oh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> God damn it, Mike! <laughs> Mike's looking uh, forward to silicone. Yep. Throw up your throw up your W for women. Titty uh, manias are running wild. Uh, okay, next topic. Ben, where are we going? No, this is no, this is where Ray goes. White power. Uh, the only other thing to talk about regarding <laughs> SmackDown. The only thing other regarding SmackDown is what happened at the very ending. Finally, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens show up, and Shane, Daniel Bryan is like, "Listen, I like you guys. You're essentially my friends. You kind of beat the crap out of your boss last week, and my buddy, you're fired." To which then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn start nailing the living shit out of Daniel Bryan. Seeing Daniel but Bryan then... hitting those kicks again, those running knees to the corner, I was 
I was jumping up and down like I was 10 years old and I just got my first wrestling shirt, man. I was like, God damn, I am so happy right now. Those running knees into the corner scared me because Brian's head was hitting the back of the room. Although there but was this one, speaking but, of, there is this one thing, there is this one, just to show that he could go, but there was this one thing I saw on Twitter, two things actually that was pretty amazing that I gotta tell you guys. Number one, someone slowed down the bit where Sami Zayn's holding up Daniel and Kevin kicks him. You can see Sammy pushes Daniel's head out of the way and moves his hand forward to show, like, to make it seem like there was whiplash to it. Sammy knows how to protect Daniel in this scenario. By the way, you got to see this. Have you guys checked Kevin Kevin Owens' Twitter today? I have not. Okay, uh, he is going all he is going all in on this being fired gimmick. He has changed his Twitter's image and header to completely black. And he's changed his name back to Kevin Steen and Fight Steen Fight. Oh my god! Oh, oh, holy crap! He is going all in on this being fired thing. It's amazing. I, I said this last week. God bless you, Kevin Owens. God wait, bless wait, you, wait, Kevin wait, Owens. Wait, wait, check Sammy Zane's Twitter. See no, I already checked it. He hasn't changed it back to. Well, he has. Well, what would he change it back to, man? El Generico. No, two different people, dude. El Generico is still in Mexico helping the orphans. What are you guys ben, talking about? Oh, right, ben, you are on thin ice with me right now. What are you Corner. talking about? He is with... Well, I don't know what you're talking about, why people keep saying, like, Sami Zayn is El Generico and, like, Ricochet is Prince Puma. Prince Puma and Ricochet are at the orphanage in Mexico helping the orphans. So Daniel Bryan died last night on SmackDown because he got eight and power bombed. I'm yep. just waiting for the report. Being he got hurt again. I would, can thankfully you imagine, that can you imagine? Thankfully that Daniel report. Got hurt thankfully again. that report hasn't come out yet. But like uh, I, I would assume yeah. that they power bombed. Y e t. No, but you know why they did this? Because I can imagine already people before when they already got announced, he's cleared. People are saying, "Oh, they shouldn't have cleared him. He's not ready." Imagine if he gets hurt. So Daniel Bryan said, "You know what?" I'm going to take every bad move I can tonight. I'm going to prove I'm ready. Yeah. And, of course, it's Kevin Steen and El Generico, two guys they've worked for fucking years. He even said on the promo, we've known each other for 15 years. Okay. Let's do this. For 15 Kill years. <laughs> so amazing. Steen and Generico killed Brian Danielson, and boom, that's how you end SmackDown. Isn't it amazing how, like, 2007, 2008 ROH PWG have basically taken over WWE? Yep. Uh, yes, if you look at the main event, as somebody pointed out, it's mostly Ring of Honor and New Japan. It's um, kind of amazing. And even NXT is basically filled with that now. It's like, Pretty we're basically amazing, getting the best of the Indies. Well, NXT started like to NXT used to have, like, remembers, like, Joe, Rude, Eric Young. Like, we were calling it, like, the uh, Impact Retirement Tour. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'm be here all week. I'm expecting an ex- expect <laughs> expect J- expect James Storm any month now. Oh, he oh he fucked up his chance. He's never coming back. Yeah. Uh, so Raw one by default is the ultimate deletion item. Raw it's one by deletion. If if it wasn't Raw the ultimate deletion, I would have said SmackDown would have been a better show, but. Yeah, Raw wins. So overall, so both, 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 both actually very good. This both week. shows did a great job building up their match, the matches for Mania. Like they built up Charlotte and Asuka pretty well. They built up Bailey and Sasha pretty well. They built up. They did. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
I said, that statement, huh? I said they built it up. I didn't say they built it up great. They, they they're, get, they're in the Battle Royal. Yeah, well, like, regardless, they gave them attention. Regardless, like, WrestleMania is looking pretty fucking good this year. And I'm very excited for it. Show. I'm actually, for the first time in a while, I'm excited for me. Yeah, not only good. because I'm going to be watching it with you, crazy bastards, but yeah, it's going to be a fucking... Compare awful. this to how we were feeling about WrestleMania 32. Yeah, I think we're in a much better place. Like, or oh, WrestleMania 27. Look, oh, we do not well, speak. We do not speak. We, we do not. We do not speak of this. Regardless, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, let's take an opportunity to take a brief break and play some of those good old commercial advertisements. So uh, we can spread oh, the yeah, good we word. Got a good one this week. We got a good advertisement yeah, yeah. this week. So tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Everybody, grab a coffee or a cigarette if you have to, and we will be right back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast right after this. Roll them out. I'm gonna slug Jim. Roll them out. What's up, everyone? It's the Lawler Mundo, and we're being brought to you by SRG this week, the number one wrestling card game in the world. The Super Show, brought to you by SRG Universe, is live on Kickstarter until Sunday. So please don't delay. Back now and get five competitor add on for free. Yes, free, ladies and gentlemen. Those are five competitor cards. They can be any five. You're going to have to wait and see what you get. So. Go to srguniverse.com to purchase the Super Show, and please back them on Kickstarter. This is all until Sunday, so please, they're great sponsors of the show. We love the Super Show. All three of us, all four of us, sorry about that, buy cards from them. Please go support them. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. It's once again time for the show where we rattle off a bunch of news from the Indie Update. But before we do, it's time to hear from our good friend who is still recovering from an unfortunate uh, falling Philadelphian accident last week. So uh, oh, how about we God. get our... How about oh, we God, get, roll him in. He's in a wheelchair. Roll him in. He's in a chair of wheels, unfortunately. So let's roll him in. Pepe, come on. No, no, it hurt. No, come on, Pepe. Come on. Come. Here, take the mic. Here you go. Hi. Uh, it hurts. Hi, Singer. Hi. Hi, true but i don't think mania is happening this year buddy but still i'll tell you what pepe you look like you need you look like you need your bed rest and shit but tell you what buddy like let's we'll have you back next week and hopefully tyler will learn how to make an entrance that doesn't involve okay, crashing gonna, through our ceiling i'm just stay in that corner over there by where the hole was i'll be okay see you guys 
Okay. Bye. Bye. On that subject, like, since we're talking about the indie update anyway, let's just get into it. So, for those who don't know, let's just get into some New Japan news this week. So, New, ah! New Japan Pro Wrestling has become a big part of my wrestling diet, one I am very thankful for. And not only is Strong Style evolved this weekend, but just today, the uh, much the much ballyhooed uh, New Japan Cup has just wrapped up, and I don't think anybody expected who is going to win it this year. For those for those who haven't watched it yet and don't want to be spoiled yet, uh, you can cut ahead in the video, but for those who are still here, the winner of the 2018 New Japan Cup is Zack Sabre Jr., of all people, from Suzuki Gun. Oh, Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, so Tyler, have you ever had the chance to see Zack Sabre Jr. live or in person? Uh, I have not, actually. I have not. Bill, he, I've only seen him during the Cruiserweight. All right, but he's he's a very oh, yeah, I, I, yeah yeah I know like what about him I know I know all of his stuff but like, I haven't seen him like live in action I haven't he's, seen that much uh, okay. he is a talented dude I've personally never been the biggest fan of him I think he's a little vanilla for my taste but he's definitely a very talented dude and hopefully this is the beginning of building him to be something bigger in the business so as of, I personally would have preferred Sonata or Juice Robinson, quite frankly, as the choice to win this thing. But other than that, uh, I think that he's a fine choice, and I look forward to seeing what he has to offer. Mike, what do you think? Uh, very talented. Uh, for people that don't know, he actually lives in New York at the moment. Yep. Uh, him winning the, what is it called, the New Japan Cup? Yep. Uh... It's a shocker. Uh, I wasn't. I'm not aware of who else was in the Super Cup, so I think Sexy Virginia is a really good choice. Uh, I think him and Okada. Okada has been fucking killing it over there uh, in any match he's in. Uh, I th I'll go. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna semi agree with what Ben says. He's kind of vanilla, but when he gets in the ring, he shows that he's very good at, at what he does. Uh, so also, this is another notch on him because he won the. Uh, technical wrestler of the year uh, for the Wrestling Observer, so he's having a pretty good 2018 so far. I'd have to say so. So mm. yeah, that's... well, it was, it's good on him. The guy's proven going to Japan, aligning himself with Suzuki Gun. It was a good tournament. It had Juice Robinson, as you mentioned, had Sonata, Kota Ibushi, uh, Bad Luck Fale, uh, Tanahashi. It was a good tournament. It was good. Damn right. So on that note, Matt, Matt, Suzuki. Suzuki Gun might actually be like a big thing in 2018. It Last might. year uh, it was Los Ignobres, and this year it might be. Yeah, Suzuki it's Gun. fading away from Bullet Club, if you notice. Like Bullet Club is still like major, but it's like fading away from the big. So slowly fading away, which I think is for the best for now. But speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, that's not the only thing that's going on this week. This uh, weekend, I believe, is going to be Strong Style Evolved, as Pepe said before. So let's let's get into it, Ray. What's going down at uh, Strong Style Evolved? Okay, so officially announced, sadly, we only have three matches. As for now, it is going to be the Golden Lovers, a.k.a. Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, taking on the Young Bucks. That's going to be a dream tag team match. I encourage you to watch this card because it's going to be crazy. From there, for the IWGP United States Championship, the defending champion, Jay White, takes on Hangman Page. The goddamn Hangman. Page did win this at the uh, anniversary show. He won his contendership. And from there, we go to Jushin Thunder Liger taking on Rey Mysterio in another dream matchup. This is gonna be. That's gonna be crazy. This will be dope. So uh, Ray, get get. Is this, is this is this the first time Ray is competing in Japan? 
Uh, for the Japan company, yes. It's not going to be in Japan, sadly. It's going to be yeah. in Long Beach, California. Like uh, like their uh, U.S. shows back on July yep. 4th last year, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Their this G1 gonna be special. And rumor is that this isn't going to be their only U.S. show for this year. They're planning on bringing back for the summer in another in a bigger venue because this show literally sold out in 20 minutes. Bingo. So, we have like 5,000 seats. Yep, so they're hoping to get a bigger building, even if they might do it again at the Hammerstein. Ooh. If they come to New York, I am down. I am down all the way, man. So So that is the card for now. Rumored matches are like uh, Naito versus Cody Rhodes and others coming along as well. So it's going to be an awesome card, please. New Japan Uh, World, watch it. Check it out. Ben, breaking news to you: If they do come to New York, you're the one that's sleeping out in uh, Manhattan to buy tickets. Yep, I'll, yep, I'll saddle that. I'll saddle that nonsense. But a little, before we get into <laughs> before we get into plugging local indie shows, one little bit of news that I found very entertaining. For those who don't know, we we here at GWP are big supporters of Joey Janela's Spring Break Two, which is something I'm highly anticipating just because of how ridiculous Boss. it looks. Which is how sincerely bo- how bollocks the whole thing looks, which I am very excited for. But last night they announced the final match for the card, and it's a doozy. Matt Riddle himself will be going one on one with James Ellsworth. And to quote Matt Riddle in the promo. Who the fuck is James Ellsworth? He doesn't even have a. Fu- I gotta wrestle him. He doesn't even have a fucking shin. Oh, God. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Last year's spring break, if you did not see, uh, Matt Riddle did take on Dan Severn. And won. That was a good matchup, and this is going to be interesting just to see because uh, Janela does put on a spectacular show. Or at least his name's on it, so yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be crazy. So, yeah, Joe Janela's spring break, too, shaping up to be fantastic. Mike, what do you think? What do, what do I have to say? Matt Riddle is one of my favorite indie wrestlers right now. And James Ellsworth, this came out of nowhere. But I guess that's the theme of Joey Janela's spring break is anything could happen. And we don't give a fuck. Pretty my much. thought is this. Next year, Maine is going is going to be in Jersey. We get Joey Janela's spring break over here. Yes. <laughs> that's going to be cool. Cannot. Oh, Tyler, but judging by that little noise of yours, I can tell you're not happy that WrestleMania is taking place in Jersey this next year. I would uh, make it obvious. But Tyler, you get to, you get to sleep over at our house. <laughs> I want it to be in the goddamn link, <laughs> not in the goddamn MetLife Stadium. I'm I'm sorry, sorry, buddy. Well, you'll get your Philadelphia mania soon enough, but you'll get it one Don't year. Wrong, you'll get it one day, but this is not that day. New York for life! Jersey for life! Hell yeah. This, uh, this takes me back to like the, our, the first time I was on this show. You got, uh, Like I said, you guys get everything WWE, all the big shows. We get fucking Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton in the Pajami Prison match with the WWE <laughs> Fuck you. It sucks to be you! Tyler, hey! Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Hey, no, I can't. We can't trust you people with a WrestleMania when you win a goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> you go off into the night jumping on flagpoles and eating horse shit. I got two words for you. Horse manure. Horse manure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Final and time to finally bring this thing to a close. Finally bring indie update to a close. It's time for our independent wrestling plugs local wise. So for anybody in the New York, New Jersey area, this one's for you. First off on my side of things, Capital Anniversary run by Capital Wrestling will be running this Saturday in Hoboken, New Jersey at 301 Garden Street. At bell time is 8 p.m. It's only 20 bucks at the door. It is going to be a hell. 15 to 20 bucks at the door. It is going to be a hell of a show. Don't forget if you bring two items from the lists uh, that are on Capital Wrestling social media sponsored by the Hoboken Shelter, you can get 50% off your tickets and give back to the people of Hoboken in a meaningful way. Come down and see Sunny Kiss versus Matt McIntosh. Darius Carter versus Anthony Gangona. Tag Team Gauntlet. Paul Jordan versus Jason Karloff. And so much more. Guys, cannot put the show over enough. We've been working really hard on it. I'm sure a lot of you are going to love it. Come on down and support uh, old school wrestling for the modern fan. Come support Capital Wrestling. Ray, what do you got? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as we as we are local here in Queens, it is House of Glory, June 9th. They will be presenting the hashtag Temperature Rising. This is going to be a show that's going to kick off the summer in a big way. Already confirmed. WWE Hall of Fame inductee, by the time he will be a Hall of Famer, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And he's not the only legend coming through because it is going to be the international superstar, the Ultimo Dragon. He's going to be coming along with Sonny Ono. I know that popped the mic when that got announced. From there, just confirmed, not even at the time of this recording, not even an hour ago, Mean Gene Oakland is going to be in the building once again. I can't wait because he was an awesome guy kicking it old school. This is going to be awesome. From there, this is a controversial one, but in the building on that night, the Dayton Slugger, the Callahan Death Machine, Sammy Callahan will be returning to House of Glory since his last outing at Chapter 1. This show is still so much more to go. I'm promising you this is going to be one you should not miss. And there's still another show to come in May. The date is still to be released. When we know what's left, definitely let all of you go. Please know. So thank you. And that is the indie update. That'll ben, do what it. are we talking about next? That'll do it. I may tell to come back up to New York to see Callahan. And that should just about do it for us here at the GAWP, guys. Once again, without you guys, there is no fucking show. We love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in on this very snowy bleak and otherwise depressing day but thanks for letting us entertain you with our wrestle chat and uh once again it's been a pleasure so before we go once again ben. Time... uh what oh god yo ben mike ray i have some questions for you uh, hello hey, matt, matt. How, how'd you get here hey. been a while <laughs> you don't worry about how i got here i i was i was away i was on the other side of the world for 10 days, nearly got stuck in another country, and I come back to find out that you have replaced me with a literal clown. Is this some kind of a joke? You're doing this right before WrestleMania? Is this? Are you just trying to end the podcast? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, listen, Matt, no. you, you're busier than most of us put together. We had to find somebody to sub in for you, and Tyler was available. Yeah. But you at least have to find someone of equal caliber. If you're going to bring in somebody, at least bring in someone who goes to Equinox or New York Sports Club. You know, someone who can lift, someone who can speak, cut promos on mic. You see, 
If he were here right now, I doubt he'd be able to cut a promo on me. <laughs> God damn it, Tyler! We just fixed the ceiling! Jesus Christ. You. You. Minkus looking son of a bitch! I can't deny that part. How are you here? And I finally fucking found you. You know what? Took me long enough, and you finally showed up. And you're talking. I'm surprised. Usually I say, like, what, like three words? Listen, I I'm a man of few words, but the few words I speak carry some weight. Yeah, but after the few words are spoken, they all leave the minds of, the of everyone that listens to this show. Ooh. You're all forgotten. Yeah, you go on a vacation for like 10 days, or you go to, what, you go to like freaking like Bumblefuck Spain, and everyone forgets that, oh yeah, he was a thing. And that's where I Excuse me. I still have two t-shirts, which is more, which are more t-shirts than uh, I think everyone in GOP. I have two t-shirts on the market. Uh, how many t-shirts do you got there? Yeah, we're still wondering why you have two. That joke will never die. I have zero at the moment. But that doesn't matter. It matters of the impact. I am more over than you. I don't know. The t-shirt count says otherwise. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Girls, you're both, girls, you're both pretty. Listen, I got, listen, we cannot. We cannot. Yeah, it says Minkus. We cannot keep this. It does not say Minkus, it says Daddy. Listen, shush, shush, shush. That's Daddy of what? We cannot keep this nonsense going any goddamn longer. You know what? You guys want to have it out like this? Tyler, I know you're in a completely different state. Matt, I know you're in a completely different state. And I know that we, a state of mind more like it. So tell you what, while Tyler, I know you won't, you will be with us on WrestleMania in spirit. You know what? We have a few weeks till Mania. How's about adding one more match to the card? How about that? This one won't be for a championship. Mm. This one will be for bragging rights. How's about at WrestleMania, Matt the Daddy Koffler one-on-one -on -one with Tyler in a match to decide the official fourth man of GAWP. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. I love it. All right, what, what, I approve. Here we go. Third so, match of the show. Mike, what about you? Do you approve? Do you sign off? I hope Tyler kicks your ass. Oh, oh come on. You, Mike. No, no, no sides. Clean fight. All right. No, fuck so you all. We have to do. We have oh, to. But by the way, wait. One more thing, though. As host, you two are the pre-show. Fuck you both. <laughs> You're the Mountain Dew pre-show. Of course, we're the fucking pre-show. <laughs> of course. Well, that's all. That's where all the quality stuff goes. Come on, the Usos were the pre-show for years, and they put on great matches. Oh my god. Before the okay, you two get the yeah, fuck. Wait, 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 before, before you continue, make us. I look forward to our match at Psychomania, WrestleMania, whatever that they decide to call it for the, for this week. Psychomania, Psychomania. Thank you, Matt. We don't want to get Mike. Okay. What's my name? So, I yes, I know. There's a lot of M's. Give me a break, Michael. There's only there's only two M's. There's a lot of M's. Anyway, so I look forward to our match. And Matt, I am going to finally. Well, I will be erasing you from the WWE uh, textbook, just like Fabulous Moolah was erased. 
Yeah. Okay. This is where I draw the line. No. Oh my god, what the hell just happened? I don't Why do know. Why we let both of them in this building? I don't know how. Why the hell did dude, I don't know. From the sky? I don't know how anyone ever gets into this building, dude. We have had break-ins from horses. From yeah, horses. Break-in We've had professional wrestlers break in here. Horses, madmen, their girlfriends. I don't know anymore, dude. Listen, at this point, I think we just got to set up security cameras or something and just get like a whole thing rigged up, Five Nights at Freddy's style for this, because I don't know what we're doing anymore. But still. <gasps> See, well, that's why I like my asylum. The asylum's nice. No one breaks them. You fuck off your asylum. Cool. Fuck off that asylum. Maybe we need to stop giving people our address. Yeah, we gotta stop putting down the business cards. We gotta just tell them, call us. We'll, don't call us. Maybe call it was us. a pretty bad idea to put G-A-W-P on the, on the front of the building, huh? Mike, I blame Wait, you. Wait, it's on the building? Mike's idea. Damn it! Mike's idea, not mine. No, it wasn't. I didn't approve. I usually come in through the back entrance. I never saw that. Yeah, Ray, you always, Ray, you always love re- coming in. I really wanted you to say you came through the back, back door. door. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on, sir. I, I tried to make that joke, but it was like, eh, whatever. Sunny Ray side up. Ray is coming through the back, back door. Sunny side up. You know what's a, it's hilarious, Ray? I would rather watch a sex tape with you than Sunny, and that says a lot. Uh, Episode 69. Thank you. Alerts. We're going to watch a porn or no? No, we are not. <laughs> I don't care. We're not if, watching a porn. I don't care if every. We might have a guest, but we know we're not watching a porn. We're not. We're, it's Sunny. She's out of prison, and we got her for the episode. No, we're not doing no, that. No, it's not Sunny. It's not we're, Sunny. Let's not. Let's. And by the way, it's not going to be a female for all you little people out there. Be like, oh my god, they're going to get a female for sixty nine. Maybe. Hey, what if it is? A female? What if it Maybe. is a girl? Who knows? Regardless, we're that. We're that. We're that depraved. We'd do it, but still. Time to bring this boatload of insanity to a close once again. Guys, thank you once again for tuning in properly this time. Let's do our plugs. Mike, where can they find all of the past episodes? Dig through our archive. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic, you sexy beast. Thank you very much, sir. I'll take that to heart. Thank you very much. So if you want, thank you. You can download the episodes there. And if you want to follow... (laughs) He's flustered. He doesn't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm flabbergasted. I've never been complimented so so thoroughly in my life. You sexy... You you sexual wank pheasant. Anyway, but yeah. If you want to to follow us on social media and we post articles, news updates, fan polls, pretty much on the regs. So if you want to follow us there... Follow us on Facebook at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the GAWP Show. Follow us on YouTube at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We just posted of we just posted a trailer for Psychomania, and we just posted a video made by, me. made by Ray, our own Ray Ramundo, made that video. And good job doing it. And we got the video. He's an editor now. He's an editor now, and we have a video of Whole Milk Mike getting old Teddy Hart our vodka cranberry. So check that out. It was a hell of a lot of fun to edit that. So, and also, don't forget that we also have a second YouTube channel run again by Ray Raimundo. It's called uh, the GAW, it's called the Ray Raimundo GAWP, but it's going to be changing to GAWP Games very soon, where uh, Whole Milk Mike and Ray Raimundo here every week uh, do a universe mode in WW2K18. It's a hell of a lot of fun for those of you who love the video games. Check that out. It's a lot of fun. And yep, Ray, unfortunately, uh, Ben, sorry to cut you off. This week, we won't be able to because the storm is kicking our ass. Yeah. So hopefully for next week we'll try to get out get out an episode for you guys. And make sure it's worth it. But Ray, do you want to mention what we are doing? Oh, okay. So uh, Ben, you might not have known. We just confirmed this on Sunday. Me and Homo Mike will be taking a trip down to Queens, and we'll be doing 
the Turnbuckle uh, tabloid, and we're going to be doing a crossover episode, giving our full thoughts on WrestleMania, the build, and everything. So, go check that out. It's going to be with our boys, Jay the the Red Fancy, and Mets fan Matt. Go check that out. This is Now it is Old Head on well, down, yeah, check that out. To me, it's always going to be Mets fan. Always good to see some cross-promotion between local <laughs> shows. Go check that out, TRSS. going to be some good shit on your end. Good luck, boys, on that one. And on the, and by the way, uh, no shirt plugs this week. We are working something out with the shirts. We're going to get that sorted out yeah. soon. Yeah. We're really structuring that. So tell you what, this is where we're going to end it for the week. So guys, thank you once again for joining us today. It has been a very snowy Long day here in New York. If we help, we've been we've been staving off cabin fever all damn day. I almost lost my mind today. So thank you guys for keeping me sane, keeping me warm, and you know warm thoughts all around. And you know what? Ultimate deletion. Daniel Bryan's back. The ultimate, the fabulous Moolah got the her name taken off the battle royal. The ult, the ultimate Moolah. The ultimate Moolah. You combine. We have a title. You combine. We have a title. We combine that, that'll be pretty funny actually. Maybe we'll see. Who knows? We, we we say all the time in the episodes what we're gonna make the titles and they're radically different than what we go with, so we'll see what happens. But then that's that's the gag. Let them think that's what the title's gonna be. Bingo, but still. Oh, Regardless, guys, without you once again, there is no show. It's been a good week for wrestling, it's been a good week yep. for all of us. Guys, enjoy enjoy the good moments in life because they're very few and far between. Enjoy the good moments in wrestling. Because chances are, I don't know how good of a week we're going to get like this in the future. So guys, once again, I'm Avenging Ben. I'm Hall of Mike. And I'm Ray Ramundo. Don't forget, Psychomania in two weeks. We're going to have a ball. It, it's going to be crazy. We're going to be on social media. and We're going to be tweeting out. We're going to be doing funny little videos for you guys. And of course, me and the, uh, the hardcore whole milk one over here are going to be defending our GAWP straps against Smiley. And Trixie, and the whole thing, and don't Mama. forget. And as we just heard a few minutes ago, we are going to be having the battle for the fourth spot. It is going to be Tyler versus Matt. What is sure to be the most insane kickoff show ever. So, guys, you have. A, though honestly, we're going to be the, all of these predictions are going to be going on at the same fucking time. So it's like pretty much everything's the kickoff show or not. Yeah, and I'm gonna be the one that's gonna be keeping track of everything. So. It's gonna be a fun day. It's gonna be a fun damn day. So guys, the road to WrestleMania where it's almost here, kids. So guys, get ready because that's gonna get even crazier. So guys, once again, have a good night. Be safe. Don't shovel your driveways. Have a cup of hot chocolate. And Mike, tell them. Don't forget. I'm a goofy goober. Yeah. (laughs) Join the madness, everybody. And follow the law. (laughs) Fuck the revival. You fucking schmuck.